Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Happy Friday, Jen. Oh, I'm doing it early today. I'm so excited. I know. I'm in a quiet afternoon. I didn't realize that my Friday was booking up so quickly. You know, it's kind of an adjustment, like, to be able to go places and have (laughs) things that you gotta do. It's weird. It's, it's my, um, my eighth grader is graduating. Yay! And they're doing it different obviously right is it outside <laughs> it's, a, it's a drive-through what <laughs> it's a drive-through like we drive through the the campus uh-huh. like they have like through the basketball courts they have like this whole course and like the teachers are going to stand alongside and then like at the end of the course then the principal's there to hand out like a little goodie bag with the certificate and stuff in it i don't know that's kind of adorable it is a little bit so, I mean, it's just eighth grade, so. I want a goodie bag. You don't get a goodie bag when you graduate high school. Right? That's like incentive, man. And then my daughter, the our pool opened up today. Oh. And she's oh. been like on me since like 10 a.m., which is when it supposedly opened. So we walked over there, but they were cleaning some debris out of it. It was really windy last night. Oh, and so yeah. they're like, come back in a little bit. And she's like, so, so when are we going back? I'm like, after lunch. And then like, <laughs> I got this in here thinking, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Wait a minute, I can't do that. Sorry, reneging. You had to date to go me. Yeah. Like, oh, she'll survive. She needs to, we need to clean the pool anyways. Did you have a nice Memorial Day? You know, it was uneventful. That's nice though. We went to go see a movie. We went to go see A uh, Quiet Place too. Oh, was that good? It was good. It wasn't like very scary. Uh huh. But I think it was a really good expansion on the original. Like there was a little bit more character work done. Yeah. That's good. So, well, I was going to ask you like, do they make, (laughs) do they save the, stop the monsters totally? But then I just realized that's going to spoil the whole movie. So I won't ask that. (laughs) It's, 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 it's got its moments. So. Okay. Well, I went to Kansas to see my best Kansas. Kansas. We drove. Wow. That's a that's You a know, choice. I gotta be honest, the Kansas drive, not that exciting. I'm so shocked to hear that, Jen. You know, Iowa just ain't you know, a rock'em sock'em. No, and neither is Nebraska or Indiana or right, any of those or any states. of those Midwestern. No. I'm not saying Minnesota is like lively. <laughs> At least it's got lakes to break up the Yeah, there's some trees. The Iowa doesn't have much. It's just it's like driving through North Dakota. It's not as bad as North Dakota, but North Dakota's pretty bad. Well, but I'm see... still like super excited about my trip to Wyoming, so like <laughs> I feel this. <laughs> 
Callie's essentially being dumped in Nowheresville, Wyoming, with like in a trailer with no access to internet. It's gonna be scary. <laughs> it's and I'm bad. <laughs> well, and it's like we're driving from here, which is western Nevada, fairly, you know, progressive part of the state, if there is a progressive part of the state, is is western and southern Nevada. But then like eastern Nevada? <laughs> yeah. There's not as much out there. And then, like, Idaho. We're going up through Idaho. And I'm like, Idaho's not great either. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to we're gonna go through Yellowstone. That's good. So I'm going to get to see some buffalo. That's but, fun. But then, like, we're driving across Wyoming. And I'm like, mm, that's not great. And then we're driving back down through Utah. And I'm like, yeah, that's not great either. So <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm leaving the civilized world behind. Like the middle of the country just ain't exciting. It ain't much. And, and they get really so important. pressed when people are like, oh, you're just a flyover state. And I'm like, yeah, but you are. You, you know, are. Just own it. That's okay. <laughs> it has its role to play. It doesn't have its role. It doesn't mean it doesn't have value. It just means that nobody wants to go there. <laughs> Man, I was reading like somewhere that they think Yellowstone is like remnants of like a comet that hit us. Or was that in a movie? <laughs> I'm starting to lose track of like fact versus fiction. <laughs> oh my pandemic's been hitting Jen hard, folks. I'm like, what? Is that a real thing? <laughs> okay, but so like down the drive down, we listened to that serial podcast. I know oh, yeah? I'm like five years late on this with that odd not Adnan Saeed case. Yeah, I and watched like, the 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 documentary about that. Okay, so where do you end up? On that I forget. <laughs> I think like my poor husband because like he's like let's listen to a murder podcast and I was like I don't think he did it. Yeah, I was just kind of like, are you for real right now? Because normally he doesn't like, and like he thought we were gonna find out for sure. I'm like, that's not typically how this stuff works. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, they're just like... Some of them you do, some of them are a little bit more unsolved mystery. Yeah, I was like, particularly (laughs) when the person's already in jail, and like, you haven't seen any headlines about them being out of jail, it's a pretty good chance they're still in jail. Yeah. I don't know for sure if he did it or not, but there sure as hell wasn't enough evidence to convict him. Well, in the documentary I saw, they were like, and then this happened, and this Mm -hmm. was happening too, and I'm like, well, that (laughs) seems pretty sketch. Why aren't we looking into that? Right. Like, why are we focusing it all in on this guy? But it's a weird case. It's a very weird case. It's super strange. I'm like, I mean, he's got to have some unbelievable bad luck if he didn't do it. Like, it's a perfect (laughs) storm. Okay, well. You know? And now I'm listening to In the Dark podcast about the Jacob Wetterling kidnapping. Because that's my, you know, like you have a kidnapping in your youth that like really scared the hell out of you. Like for Minnesota kids, it's Jacob Wetterling. So it's just a podcast talking about like what a shit. California had so many. Yeah, you guys were like horror city. It's just the one I remember. Well, like I remember like the horror story we told each other wasn't necessarily kidnapping because we had we have all the serial killers. Right, Uh, California, FYI. (laughs) We had what what I remember from the eighties was the Night Stalker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. That was all the like. Spookum, the terrifying. Don't yeah. don't pick up the phone because don't it pick might up the be. Phone. A, don't be home alone. 
don't yeah. don't anywhere was, alone. Don't it was bad alone. news. Um, and then, but no, the kidnapping that I recall is I was a little older. I was like high school aged. Was Polly Class? Yeah, that was a scary one too. The manly thing about the Jacob Wetterling cases, because the podcast is essentially like how inept Stearns County was at investigating this, and it's kind of like, well, duh. Like it's not like they had a lot of you know experience with kidnapping cases. But what drives you batty is the dude that kills him. Like they had his name. He there was a very similar case to Jacob's where the kid survived, and he fingered this dude and they had you know as an adult he kept going back to Stearns County and was like why aren't because he was like this is very similar to my case why aren't you looking at this guy more closely so it was really because of this survivor that they finally were like okay I guess we should take another look at it (sighs) you know honestly a lot of this true crime stuff like podcasts and documentaries and such Mm -hmm. like 90% of it is frustration at the cops right like Come on, guys. And I get that it's like hindsight is twenty twenty, but also. But also, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is your job. You're supposed to. Right. You're I'm not like, supposed to I have always, a bias. It's a, too often they come in like, with some sort of a bias against somebody or for somebody, you know, and it's just like, no, no bias here. Just I, do your job. Exactly. I get like fussy about it because it's like oh we don't have a lot of experience well it's too bad there's not this a is federal, how you get it <laughs> yeah there's not a federal um group that could assist you in criminal cases in the well United they don't States. want that because they'll right. come in and take all the thunder oh that's right the fbi it's like <laughs> and they did call the fbi but like they, they they took the they took the 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 tips going like like the 50,000 tips they got all over the country more seriously than the tips they were getting like from people who lived in town who were who witnessed Jacob riding by who you know what I mean like they didn't talk to neighbors they didn't it was crazy I was like what's more likely that a neighbor saw something or you know crazy man Joe over here living in you know New York was like I think I saw Jacob on the street like come on yeah so before we get to new new business yep um mayor of easttown finished last week i was right and i want everybody to go watch it i'm not going to spoil anything but i just want to point out that i was right is that okay but like yeah (laughs) oh yeah did you say what we thought i did i can't remember okay yeah because i was like (laughs) it got wrapped up a little too soon i was like there's another shoe dropping where's the shoe that was the shoe and it's it like, was, one of the make I was it like, like okay well that's a little unsatisfying that's not what i thought i thought yeah and then i was like oh oh, oh. oh. Like, oh. <laughs> so we're gonna make it the worst possible option after all interesting yeah it's it was a humdinger it was a lot of humding a lot of obstruction happening people mm-hmm. should have been punished for all this obstruction because just no. an FYI, just don't lie to police officers. It's just no. not, in general, a great thing. And, and, and what, what gets me is lying to the police officer and then getting mad at the police officer for doing their job. <laughs> Figuring it out? Like, how dare you put the pieces together? <laughs> how dare you do job? your job and get mad at me for lying to you about it? It's like, oh my God. I told you I was going to investigate the murder and I'll get fired if I don't. So can you just stop lying to me? It's like literally you feel so bad for her at the end. You're like, 
like, I had very, very little. Like, I should have had more sympathy for that woman than I did. I didn't but have like, much. She was like, <laughs> well, it's like, I feel like I'm like, on one hand, all this shitty shit happened to her. But on the other hand, like, a lot of it she caused herself. So Yeah. It's like, it probably would have been okay if you'd been honest about it. And like, let's just deal with this up front. But... Well, it's one of those things. It's like, oh, it's just it's he didn't mean to. It's like, well, like, but also like that doesn't mean you ignore it. Like, right, brushing these issues under the cover. Like he'd already had the one infraction earlier in the series. Yeah, where you could kind of see it was like getting to him, and it's like this is just going to become a problem. You want a serial killer on your hands later by all means, right? Let's or just like try to an it. alcoholic as he's drowning the horrible memories away. Right. Like there's other consequences here. Correct. Okay. That's stupid. Anyhow, yeah. so yeah, watch that. Right. I've been watching more of Dark, as I mentioned. I started it last week. I made Kyle watch it with me. So I went back and I watched the first six episodes again. <laughs> so I was like, Kyle, you need to watch this with me. He's like, okay. And it's like one of those shows that I, I said to Kyle last night. We're on season two. Yeah. Like, we're like, good ways into season two now uh-huh. and i said you know it would be great to finish one of these episodes without the top of my head blowing off because every single episode i'm just like whoa why are you doing this but it's awesome it's fantastic if you like having your mind blown like at every turn great show okay that's what nick said but then it's like i kind of like stepped into an episode like in the middle of the season, I'm like, this looks batshit crazy. It is batshit crazy, but you okay. gotta watch it from the start so you understand <laughs> and can appreciate and are invested in the batshit crazy. Because it gets so nuts. Like, it's so nuts by this point in season two. Like, there's, a, like, a regular, well, I don't think he's regular because ain't nobody in this show regular. But, like, he seems like a normal guy who's just trying to do, like, a normal police investigation. And I'm like, oh, honey. No, 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 no. You're so way out of your depth. He's like, why won't this person talk to me? I'm like, this person's got bigger problems, okay? <laughs> I don't have time to talk to you about your normal police case. Get right? out of the way. Like, no. Just no. Okay, so new topic. New topic. I got some hate mail. We. It was like the good old days. It it's a like a throwback to 2015. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, are we in season four of Arrow again? And season five? <laughs> like, the thing is, hate mail does not really impact me anymore just because it's like I've received so many, like, massive boatloads of it from people whose opinion I don't really care about. Anyways, but it kind of cracked me up because I kind of predicted it because I got some hate mail because I liked uh, – What's his name? Darkwing Duck on the Shadow and the Bone thing. See, I can't even remember the character's name. Alexander. Kerrigan. Kerrigan. Alexander. Darkling. That's it. Yeah. Alexander. Yeah. So, let's see. <laughs> She's an elder millennial, guys. Give her a break. I mean, seriously, what's up with calling us ge- geriatric millennials? Like, Yes, I'm like, actually reading mean? a thing right this minute called The Do's and Don'ts of Caring for Your Geriatric Millennial. <laughs> and I'm Don't like, call them and it's, that? it's it's being defined as born between 1980 and 1985. So I'm like, great. What the fuck does that make me? I'm like prehistoric at this point. Yeah. I'm not a millennial, but you know. Well, whatever. I'm also a little old. I'm a little crabby that they consider me a, mo- a millennial. They're like, oh, 1981 is like, you're the oldest millennial. I'm like, I don't want to be the oldest millennial. You could call yourself an Xennial. 
I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm on the zenial. I feel more comfortable in that zone. <laughs> I was like, don't, I, like, it irritates me. I was like, my sisters don't have to be millennials, so why do I have to? Because you were born in 81. Sorry, baby. But that's annoying. I know. Well, I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> Makes me sad. <laughs> so, yeah, I kind of said, so obviously these people are listening to the podcast. Hello. I appreciate that you took time out of your day to send me hate mail. Apparently, this is really important to you. So, we're, it, it actually, the only reason I'm talking about it is it triggered an interesting topic for me and Kel to discuss. Yeah. So. Essentially, what am I? I'm a supporting an abusive relationship because I like Ben Barnes. And then apparently I'm a, a rape apologist or an, a rape enabler. Here's the thing. And this is, a, this is what Jen and that? I discussed earlier. <laughs> For starters, like A, we don't know about any rape. So if you're talking about something that happened in a book that like we don't know about that yet. That we haven't read the book? Like you're, you're reaching, Your Honor. But um, secondly... Here's the thing. You can only apologize for a rapist if you apologize for the rape. Right. If you say, I enjoy this character because he's dark and twisty and that's interesting to me, but Mm -hmm. I don't excuse any of his bad behaviors, that's not exactly the same as being a rape apologist everyone likes to do a blanket generalization when somebody if you like this character well then you are excusing and supporting everything the behavior and it doesn't matter how many times you say i don't support all their bad behavior but i still like them and, and find them to be an interesting character that doesn't matter because all they see is you like this character who did these bad things you must agree with them and it's like no well and i think it's really Right, exactly, exactly. And, you know, I did say, like, going into this, like, people weren't going to be happy because <laughs> apparently this is, like, a super hot-button issue in the shadow and bone fandom, of which I don't even necessarily consider myself a part of. Like, I'm on the peripheral. I like the show, but I'm not spending a lot of time, you know, exploring the world of shadow and bone. But I... I I find it to be the interesting question to me is, in fact, I I sent you that tweet. Now the tweet's protected, so I can't see it anymore, but I sent it to you. It was essentially like comparing ship culture in which if you like, you know, dark, twisty characters, that that automatically equates to you, um, you know, liking abusive relationships in real life, that somehow what you like in fiction translates entirely to what you like in your reality which I was a little I was like that's interesting because like if you met me I'm like the like the most straight a whatever um my husband is literally the kindest human being on the planet I have I put up with nobody giving me shit you know what I mean it's like in order to say that you have to know absolutely nothing about me so there's that one. But I wonder if there's a correlation to people who have like fairly happy lives and successful relationships, but then enjoying these darker and twistier characters. You know, I think we need to allow people to do this. And we don't have to explain why we like a character to somebody else. Okay. You know, that's entirely yeah. optional I found for somebody t- to do. 
And if, if you don't agree, you right. cannot agree. It's but fine. you do not get to abuse that person for not agreeing with you. Yeah, it's an interesting take where you're you are you are taking issue with me liking an abusive character and your way of responding to that is abusing me. Does that seem like illogical at some point? Well, and I remember coming up against that, that whole logical fallacy during the whole ship wars in arrow that they would sit there and they would yell at Elicity fans for being toxic and abusive, but they were doing so by being toxic toxic and abusive. Right. Exactly. And, and the same went for Elicity fans who went and abused Laurel fans. It's like, do you think any of your favorites would like to see you acting like this in their or name? Also, like, abusing anybody over things that aren't real, I find to be it's a little... an interesting way of spending your time. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little... Like, it's... Uh, okay, like if this is the hill you want to die on, have at it. But like Oliver and Felicity aren't real. Um, okay, so here's the tweet: Ship culture went wrong when people collectively decided that your ships reflect what you personally want out of a relationship, rather than what dynamics you find interesting in the context of the media and characters. Correct. You don't want. I know this for a fact that you, Jennifer, do not want a relationship like Kylo Ren and Rey had <laughs> no. in, the, in the new Star Wars movies. That like, is not what Jen wants like, I, from I a relationship. No. And honestly, Kylo Ren as a boyfriend. I feel like most most <laughs> romance authors, just because I've been, I've been like grooving with the romance author community like for the last few months. And yeah. I think they get this because a lot of them are like, you know what? I'm married to a nice guy. I actually saw a TikTok the other day from from a fairly well-known romance writer where she's mm-hmm. like, I'm married to a nice guy. He's the nicest, most unproblematic, best guy ever. And she's like, that's not who I want to read and that's not who I want to write. I write the dark, twisty, selfish, problematic assholes. Because that's what I find interesting to read and write. That is not who I want to be married to. I'm married to who I want to be married to. I, I mean, we said that, we said that all the time. All the time. We don't want to be married to Oliver Queen. No. He's no. a hot mess. We just want to watch Felicity be married to him. and Absolutely. Watch them sort out their shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's entertainment. And I think it's, I feel like there's been this shift in which, there's this expectation now, I think you were saying this last week, that characters have to be perfect. Right. And I don't know any writer that's going to be, or any story that that's going to be a real, you know, eye-attention, eye-attention grabber. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of what, you know, creates the drama is people making mistakes and people well, doing the wrong thing. And this is something that had frustrated me, even, you know, when I was immersed in fandom culture, there was such a, a, a clamoring for fluff, which don't get me wrong, fluff has its place, but right. without conflict, there's no story. Right. Like, I know you want to watch 
Oliver and Felicity go shopping at Bed Bath and Beyond all the they time. They were so mad at Mark when he said that, but it's true. But Mark had a fucking point. That's, That's not a TV true. show. He absolutely did. Yeah. No. That I is not agree. a TV show. Yeah. That's, That's not, not what show. TV shows That's do. That's not a book. That's not a movie. I'm sorry I'm, that you think that that's gonna that that's gonna sell and keep and people and getting a bunch of your friends together to say clamor and say yes I would absolutely watch that you right. watch it for like an episode or two and then you get bored and then you go find some show that drives you crazy instead. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this usually, is what happens. I mean, here's the thing, I, and I really think this is true in the Arrow fandom. It's like we never quite we never got sick of Oliver watching Oliver and Felicity be happy because they were allowed to be happy for such minimal points of exactly (laughs) and that's the whole point you only enjoy it when it's rare right if it's if it happens all the time it's boring right I'm sorry but it is yeah we can watch Felicity and William make cookies and be enthralled because last week, you know, Oliver was in prison or whatever. You know what I mean? So, but like, if it's just nothing happens all episode, but Felicity and William making cookies, like you might think that's okay for one episode, but then like the next episode, they're like making the bed, and then I like mean, the next episode, they're going grocery shopping, and then the next episode, it's like that's boring. That's real life. Our lives are boring. That's why we watch TV. We watch TV, you guys, and read books. And go to the movies. Well, here's the other thing. Like, even even your most like, let's just let's just like boil it down to your you know most generic comedy or Disney show. They still put conflict in right. it in order right. to make funny situations. There there has to be some conflict to to drive the story forward. You can't have plot without conflict. I kind of, I think because we so dislike the potato head, I think this is a hilarious take on the show. Um, so this is Fran, Galactic Idiots, great tag name, um, Twitter, Twitter name. So this is what she said. Let's just muse on the fact that if Elle Bardugo, she's the author of Shadow and Bone, I guess. I don't even know the author. <laughs> had written Twilight, Bella would have put a stake through Edward's heart and spent the rest of her life as Forkheis English teacher married to Jacob and cooking the fish he and her dad caught on the weekend while they watched baseball. (laughs) That sounds boring as hell. I don't want to buy those books. Is that what happened? (laughs) I don't know. I don't think anything good happened. I feel like people jumping up, and I, I don't think it's people. I think it's a singular person who sent me the same message twice, FYI. <laughs> and, here, and here's the thing. We're not trying to say that wanting to read something fluffy is a bad thing. Yeah. But in my opinion, this is where fan fiction comes in. Right. Because you're not – fan fiction is that it's kind of it's it's wonderful in that it it provides us what we want that we're not going to get from the tv show the tv show has to pass so many like gates Uh with gatekeepers on the way to being broadcast and nobody is going to approve the 100 percent fluff that the fans really want and so we fill that by then writing about it so that we can have that soothing fluff yeah those those times where like you know what i can't deal with the all the angst all the time i just need to read something fluffy and easy i mean i got i mean i'm not gonna lie i got really into raylo fic after star wars because i was like what 
what I'm looking for, this redeemed Ben who's, you know, on a path of, like, making himself a better person. Like, I'm not going to get that in the movie. Like, I loved the way the movie ended. I was like, that works for me, too. But, like, it would be fun to see this, which is why fanfic was so awesome. I mean, I read a ton of it, and then I'm like, okay, I'm kind of (laughs) done. You know? Like, live vicariously through it, and then I'm good, you know? Then you move on. Right, because, like, his ending was super tragic and painful, and it's like, oh, but Leia, and, you know, it's just, like, it's really sad. So if you want fluffy, that's what AO3 is for. But I I think it's interesting, because, like, there is no fandom, in my personal opinion, that is more vicious than the Vampire Diaries fandom. And the whole show... I don't know, Star Wars fandom. Star Wars is pretty pretty bad. Star Wars (laughs) is pretty bad. I'm, like, not in that, though. So, like, like of the three major shows that I've been involved in with fandom, it's been Buffy, Vampire Diaries, and Arrow. And don't get me wrong. Like, there was some major toxicity in Arrow. And, like, they could write some seriously great hate mail. But do they compare to the Stelena versus Delena fandom in any way at the peak of that show's time? Absolutely not. Oh, no, no. Our fandom, no. it, was, it was almost comical just how... Mm comparatively like, sweet we were well and also that we all agreed on a lot of stuff so it was very small like the laurel lance fandom of the Lorevers were just this very teeny tiny group that were oh and like, they threat. were like they were hardly threatening they were like a chihuahua coming at like a great dane and we're like right. okay and we're just like, why am i scared yeah. of this i'm not yeah <laughs> <laughs> so true but like you've got vampire diaries Put your big girl pants on, okay? Because they're gonna come for you, your children, your mama. It's like- well, and they have a leg to stand on. The Lorivers never had a leg to stand on. Right. Well, and also the whole show is set up under this. It's essentially the moral. You know, they use Elena in that moral quandary of: Do you date the good guy? Do you date the bad boy? You know what I mean? Which and it's all like, meant to be like she loves both of them, but which one does she love today? You know, right? And it's just like, whereas in Arrow, it was blisteringly right. obvious. <laughs> like I'll never get over Susan taking Oliver's hand and Oliver looking at it like he wants to chew off his hand. <laughs> it was just there was no competition, and I'm not saying that with shipping blinders because I have been out of the fandom for over a year now. But I am telling you guys. It's just the way it was. There was never any reason to be insecure about Oliver and Felicity. It makes all the people who would send me asks, like, all worried about Oliver and Felicity, just seem all the more silly. I mean, I, obviously, hindsight is twenty twenty, But I thought it was silly at the time. Because right. it was so freaking obvious. Right. Well, so the danger with Vampire Diaries is, like, you used to have these arguments a lot. Like, you would extrapolate behavior that you're okay with in the show that that reflects in your real life so people would get into these really massive like moral debates you know what I mean like depending on which side of the ship your ship that you're on and after a while and like yeah I joined in and it was like Damon's evil and this is why Stefan's the best and you know but after a certain point, when you're when you've watched the show long enough, you're like, oh, these people are all terrible, and it got so bad that they actually had Stefan address it in the sh- in the show. Wow. Yeah, and it was like <laughs> they're like talking about Klaus and how everybody hates Klaus and Klaus sucks and he's the worst. And but Stefan's kind of like, okay, 
but like we murder people too (laughs) and the reasoning they came up with is the reason why people are okay with all these you know they just care about each other so it's basically like we're cool with Stefan murdering people because we like Stefan but nobody likes Klaus so if he murders people that's not okay right it's using (laughs) it's using a lot of a double standard right like you have to use that double standard so to me as i was watching the show like i can make a very i feel strong argument why i feel stefan is better for elena and i prefer him as, as a character over damon and it used to drive me mad when people were like well i just like damon because ian summerhalder's hot like, don't say that to me. That's not a reason. In fact, when I was saying that I like Ben Barnes because, you know, like the character, I'm probably softer on the character because it's Ben Barnes. I, I, I admitted that this isn't exactly, I'm not like packing in the facts here. It's just, yeah. But like. But that's a valid reason to like, like a character. Can. Right. It's like, it would drive me nuts when they said that. But also I was like, well, that, you know, you can like a character for any reason. You can. You absolutely can. Which like. Which is why I never, like, I've seen, I saw a lot of people in our fandom, like, hate on, like, how could you be a fan of Katie Cassidy? Like, because they just are. You know, for whatever yeah. reason, she, the way she looks, the way she acts, the, the things she does, they enjoy that. And that's right. okay. You don't have to agree with it. It's them, mystifying. But you, you, they are, they're allowed to do that. And you don't need to attack them for doing that. You know, well, it's, it's fine. Just I, let I them was, live. You know, and that's why I kind of like stopped engaging with that side because I was like, it was really North and South. We were never gonna, we're watching different shows. Yes, never exactly. Because they were ready to 100% jump on Felicity for the whole nuke thing. But turn a blind eye to their fave for anything that she did. And it was just like... Yeah, they thought she was too harsh on Oliver about, you know, uh, the secret baby. They they weren't coming from a place of logic. They were coming from a place of emotion. Well, and I think that's really key. That applies to a lot of our problems in the world today, is people are coming at it from a place of emotion over a place of logic. Well, and I don't even say I'm coming at it from a place of logic. I'm really not. Like... Anytime I have a preference in a, in a relationship, like I understand that that's primarily no, but that's emotional. that's what what shipping is, right? It's all that's about literally emotion. it. I mean, shipping is whatever you feel. I I used to liken it to like you know, what kind of love do you think love should be? Like there was a, and I I I keep bringing it back to Vampire Diaries, but I do think that they really. I get annoyed with Julie Plack when she's like, well, the show wasn't built on a love triangle. I was like, lies, all lies. Like, I get that. Like, how could she say that with a straight face? Yeah, I'm like, (laughs) I get Nina Dobrev left and you're kind of scrambling, but like, let's not, let's not repaint history here. (laughs) Wow, that's a, that's a reach. (laughs) Right? Like, of all the crazy shit showrunners have said, that was the craziest shit. But like, it's really, they kind of, they, they painted it as, like, Damon is this consuming, passionate love. And, you know, I think, like, Stefan was presented as kind of, like, more of pure love, but, like, maybe a little safer, you know? Um, so, I just, like, that's interesting. And I had a very set preference, and the preference was not Damon. And I have, I have arguments against consuming love. But I think when it comes to shadow and bone, I don't even think any of that applies because I'm, I didn't even get that invested. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. No, like, I didn't. You weren't invested that much. It like, was my... it was a purely aesthetic thing for you. Yeah, it really just boils down to I like Ben Barnes. I liked what he did with the character. I liked how he acted as a character. I liked. You know, I I didn't like what the character was doing. It would have been it would have been more fun if he was like at the end. Oh, see the error of my ways. But I also see, understand that that's probably the road we're headed down. And you know, you're not going to get there in the first season. Like that's the other thing that drives me nuts. Especially when you're like in television, people want everything fixed and wrapped up in the first season. Yeah, like, and that it just break up work the, that way. You know what I mean? It's like no, it's not going to work. Like like. You and I were totally let down that she didn't, like, tear down the fold. But, like, on the flip side, if that's the big thing, <laughs> we're not that's getting there. That's how it's going to be, you know? Right. And, again, we, we, you know, my historical, my context for this show is, like, non-existent. Well, and, and that kind of expectation is, I feel, why a lot of people don't get what Bridgerton is doing. I see lots of complaints about, like, why... Why isn't Renee Jean Paul, you know, not Paul, but you know what I mean? Uh, why isn't he going to be back next season? You know, why? Why this? It's like because they had their happy ending each season. Yes. Think of it as an entire show. I mean, but like, think about and it. Each season is it, a spinoff of each other. You know. Even if, even if it wasn't, which thank God it is, because the other worst option is is not a happy ending and he's out to go play bond or whatever correct like, like right if you're Reggie <laughs> john and like this is your moment i don't stay on the show man like it's kind of like i mean well, i yeah. think there's always and then risk. there's that too. it's like his story was wrapped up why yeah. would you want him to be in season two because then they would have to undo everything that happened in season one one well he only signed a one-year contract for one season. It's 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 one of the things that, that when you're reading a romance series, you understand this. That well, I do. I think it Brid- might pop up again in other books, but they're done. Yeah. They got their happy ending. You're moving right. on to the next story and then the right. next story. And then the next chapter. But am I going to watch season two? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're crazy. It's going to be fine. Don't it's worry about fine. it. <laughs> well, and I think it's okay what I kind of like about it is there's really no lead. It's kind of like friends in that way because you're shifting the focus of the season every season, which right. I don't know a lot of shows that do that. So that really opens up some it's, like- it's, it's truly set up like a romance novel series, which is, right. which is so, you don't ever see that. No. Right. And I, people I, don't I know how to handle really, that. They're like, yeah. what do you mean it's done? <laughs> well, yeah, it's kind of like, it's even more interesting than like the way Friends did it. Because it's like we had to run Ross and Rachel into the ground for 10 years. You know what I mean? Right. But like, <sighs> anytime you want to wrap that story outline up, feel free. Um, but like this, it's more, okay, Anthony's going to get his season and then they ride off into the sunset. And we just move down the line. And, and the characters like, are present. Do I think we're never going to see him on an episode of Bridgerton again? Probably not. We'll probably see him. He'll probably pop yeah. up at some point. Yeah. But I mean, like. But I, I don't begrudge the guy wanting to go make some movies. No. Like, have at it, sweetie. Like, sweetie. It's, like it's, it's, his it. story is done. <laughs> well, like, I think it's different, too. Like, this isn't like. 
I mean, yeah, okay, it's a series on Netflix, but this isn't like network TV where they sign you to an eight-year contract and you're chained to the, you know. Well, and and also the show isn't called The Duke. It's called Bridgerton, which is about means that follows the Bridgerton family. That was a big tip. In fact, when I was like, oh, this looks good, and then I researched, I was like, oh, and everybody's like, it's a different, it's a different sibling every book. So I was pretty... Like, okay, we're not focusing on Daphne and Simon next season. Like, I'm yeah, okay like that. we knew that. Right. So, so when like, they okay, announced he's he not going to be, be in there? season two, I'm like, why is this news? <laughs> right. It's like, okay, does he really need to be there if it's not a major focus? You know, eh. You know. They're going to well, mention him. Like, they said they're going to mention him. That's fine. Yeah, it's not like he's, like, dead. They're not, like... He didn't divorce her and leave her, you know? It's like... Right! It's like, it's, they're making babies and he's doing Duke shit. What, is, what do Dukes do? Like, I can Well, they don't even... Li- he doesn't even live in London. So no. all this stuff's going to take place in London. He's, he doesn't he's even running, live there. Why would right. he be there? He's, he's, like, the landlord for all the farmers and shit. And, like, they got to do crops and stuff. He's got to so go back to his estate. And- Right. The estate where know. they wildest dreams all over the place. Exactly. That's where they're going to be. That's where and they that's... live. It's a life in the country. So they're <laughs> living their life of quiet in the country. Which is exactly what we children. wanted for Oliver and Felicity, and they never got. Well, it's like, take your take take the win. You know? Right. It's take like, your win. It's like, man, it's like gambling. Just like, if you win, tap out. Done. I know. No more. No more. Right. So yeah, I I I don't think I was apologizing or making excuses for the Darkling Duck guy. I think <laughs> Darkling. I, I can't ever remember his name, so we're calling him Potato Head and Darkling Duck. Yeah, I they're, they're think... also assuming that you're more invested in him, right? Than you are. I also think it's kind of like, I mean, people disagree with me all the time, and like I exist in that world and that's fine you know like it's a little strange that it's so disappointing to you that I don't agree with you but okay like you know it's well why can't you just be secure enough in your own opinions that that you don't need you don't need to force and Jen is wrong okay you don't need to force your your (laughs) compliance on on somebody else all the time just be secure that you like it and that's right it's like it's okay. Or it's don't okay. like I it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I appreciate the fact that this person took time out of their day to, like, send me hate mail. Like, that's sweet. And it's kind of like, you know, the good old days. But, like, man, I've gotten so much hate mail over the years. It just kind of, it's just kind of like, oh, okay. well. But, like, I think there were things in it that I wanted to correct. I wasn't saying that. You know, it was tongue in cheek when obviously when we were like, oh, it's no big deal. He just swallowed a city. Like, obviously. Well, clearly I thought it was a big deal. And see, look, look at this. Jen and I disagree about him and we're able to like, I don't send her hate mail about it. Right. I mean, you're right. The swallowing of a city. It ain't good. <laughs> He's a pretty despicable dude. And, and then listen. Like, he comes out with like monsters. I'm not saying there's anything about his character at this point in the story that's remotely um, appealing in terms of a, a of a true romantic partner. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't really remember the part where you said you ship them. Did well, you? I like. Oh, well, I think here's the other thing. You're working in the context of what you got with the show. 
And I, I thought the actors had better chemistry, and I liked their, like, push-pull and, like... Well, and, like, saying that they have better chemistry is, like, saying, like, like, Oliver had better chemistry with that doorknob than he did with Worlds. Like, right. yeah, there but wasn't like... a whole lot of chemistry, but when you compare the doorknob... Right, but, like, am I actively rooting for them to be together, to be together now after he swallowed a city with his shadowy shit? Well, and also, no. like, used her. Right. There was a very uncomfortable part with the horns and the whole physical control. I'm like, none of that's okay. Like, clearly none of that's okay. And I feel like, like, you don't always need to state that, but okay. It was not okay. Well, I feel like you did state that. I think but... I did, too. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty like, sure you this, did. Like, clearly, I'm on shaky ground. There ain't a lot you can say to defend the character because he's kind of, like, terrible. He's kind of pretty freaking terrible. But I'm awful. also dealing with Potato Head. Well, he's and awful he's too. Boring in the wheat fields with the never. Well, and that's anything. where I come in with my I don't ship any of them. They all right, ship. and so like you opted to just I'm done with the whole thing. I'm like, well, if I got to pick, I like them better. <laughs> and I'm just refusing to pick. Right, I'm just like it's Ben Barnes. I'll watch him read the phone book. It's fine. If he wanted to marry a phone book, I'm sure I would get behind it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you would <laughs> I'd make my peace with it but no to ask if people are like am I actively wanting Alina to be with him right now at the point we are at in the story no and it's gonna be a real deep dark hole that he's digging himself off of, out of but again right. like David was, was in that hole right and I really feel like Damon should have died <laughs> too his way out of that hole well death is the death is the ultimate redeemer you know if you die for for unselfish reasons after being a selfish asshole that's like the least you can do so pretty much (laughs) but yeah i i wasn't a fan of the whole well you know again as you're getting down through the season i think i said this too like yeah in the beginning with the with the, with the with the dating and the flowers and the kissing on the table like that was all fine you really didn't know who this guy was until like episode what five so like then once you're like oh he's actually the person who created the fold and like then he's like okay i'm gonna steal your light power but like aren't they the same because he's shadow which is the absence of light but then so like shouldn't anyways um so and then it's like okay we're gonna like charge a hole through the shadowy thingy and I was like well that's not cool like basically using her like she's a car I just it was really it was it was just not good and then of course there was the eating of the city which is my same reaction to like Kylo Ren blowing up planets well that's not appropriate that's bad behavior I think in most fictional stories that like requires the death penalty you know what I mean it's kind of but I also think it's funny that anyone would be disappointed in me liking that character because all well, the characters that I ship, they're all murderers. Well, here's another thing. The the using of the language, I'm disappointed in you. Right. Like, who do you think you are? Right. Are you I my mother? Mama. <laughs> <laughs> mama why do, either. <laughs> why are you throwing this manipulative language around? Oh, like you. This? Well, listen, my daughter is disappointed in me okay like she can say that shit 
she's wrong because <laughs> she likes the potato head. I don't. But understand. it's just like it's such a stupid thing to say. Like you owe anybody anything. Although, like, lighten up. It's a television show. It's right. Like, listen, it's not listen, like you nothing. went and committed murder and like Facebook yeah, it to everybody. If this will make people feel better, if my husband, Mister Straight and Narrow, came to me and said, "Hi, I'm a serial killer," at night, like that's my part-time gig. I would be divorcing him and reporting him to the police. Does that make people feel better? <laughs> so, like, these are not. But that's why you married your, your law abiding husband. And right. The these are not translatable human experiences in, like, a fact. Well, and also, way. If, if, if people weren't, if they didn't expect people watching Shadow and Bone. To lust after General Kerrigan, they wouldn't have cast Ben Barnes. They wouldn't cast Ben. Like, like they, they cast him, like, him yeah. for a reason. Like they cast Ian Summerhalder for a reason. They cast Joseph Morgan, I think that's his last name, for a reason. Right. Like they put the hot dude in. They put a hot dude in. Most of the time, they put a hot dude in with the good guy character. I don't know what went wrong in casting for this show. Well, maybe they thought he was hot. I don't well, know. listen, I did try to see another picture of him because I was like, maybe it's just a hair situation. So I found that another show. Because I was like, this is so unlike me to not go for the straight and narrow guy. You know, like typically it's like I only like my bad boys like when they like lose their soul or something or some shit like that. Or like, well, you also tend to like them when they're on a redemption path, right? Or like, okay, we're murdering and skinning people alive, but like they're bad guys, like the Dexter approach to things. You know what I mean? Like, those are more my comfortable region, like just straight up being evil, which kind of, you know, like Kylo Ren was. Well, and here, this maybe, this, maybe this person had this expectation because that's who you generally tend to like. They're Fair. disappointed that you now like somebody who is not like that. And they're disappointed that you veered from what they felt was your norm. My moral set and course. here's where I'm ready to tell people, listen, <laughs> humans are good. like onions, okay? We have layers. I have layers. Listen, <laughs> I'm not just one thing, okay? You can't pigeonhole me. I'm going to do what I do. I'm going to ship who I ship. And if right. I want to like a serial killer as a boyfriend. Well, and also you're hardly alone. Like, are they sending the same hate mail to every single person who likes I him? Because so. they're going to be busy. Like, there's so many people who like him. <laughs> like, it's get over start. yourself. I feel like get off your like... moral high horse right? and sit down and... Think about your life. Think about your choices. Listen, I really tried to like Mr. Potato Head. I even no, I didn't even try. I was like, I don't like him. I was like really trying. I was like, maybe it's just the haircut. Nope, it's not just the haircut because he's got hair and other stuff, and I still don't like him. He's just a little. Well, he's also insufferable. Like he's also an insufferable ass who's like thinks he has like say so over Alina and her life choices. Like the whole like oh well, and here's, she and here's had to tell thing. him she made out with uh you know Darkling Duck. It's like, no you don't. He's not your boyfriend. You don't gotta tell him shit. Here's a, here's another thing. A lot of people in in when it came to Hunger Games shipped Gale and they will throw up all kinds of things. Oh they grew up together. Oh, you know they had similar life experience. Oh no, they were they were very much made for each other. And it's like he's so very hot was very much always Pretty an example much. of why you should ship them over her and Peta. 
And I was like, I never shipped Katniss and Gale. Not he was an even insufferable ass hat. He was an insufferable ass hat. And nobody like, has and to I put know up Katniss with that. can be kind of insufferable oh, yeah. in a cranky way. But that's why she needs PETA. Because it's like, okay, we love PETA. And PETA loves Katniss. So you we know, love Katniss. The whole <laughs> Katniss PETA thing is kind of like the Oliver Felicity thing. Because it is. Like, they, they sit there and they, they use how PETA was bra- as a reason right. like, why he's bad. Like, he was, did you miss the part where they brainwashed? <laughs> like, I know, Gail getting all uppity, I would never do that. Okay, let's strap you to a chair and torture you for like 18 hours and we'll see how you're doing, Gail. But it's just like, Gail, how, how Gail you... who drops bombs on sisters. <sighs> There's that too. Such a, <laughs> Such a dick. You're just like, oh, be done with him. I don't care if you are a Hemsworth. Exactly. Like, like stop looking at their faces sometimes. And then, but then on the other hand, if you look at his face and you're like, that's hot and I want some, then that's go on with your bad self, but yeah, let other people do it when it comes to general care. Well, it's like also like Peter was <laughs> not a potato head. Peter was hot too. There are choices. I'm just He's short. Not, He's I'm short. Not He's not, not my type. He's a little short. This show. Like, what do you want from me? It's Potato Head versus Darkling Duck, and I like Darkling Duck. Get off my ass. I love that you call him Darkling Duck. I can't. Duck. It's, it's like literally what I think of every time I say the Darkling. It's like, which, by the way, Darkling Duck was a superior series, and I really recommend it. I remember that. <laughs> like, so I actually remember that. This is what makes me beyond geriatric millennial. I know. I should stop bitching. <laughs> I am geriatric. <laughs> We're comfortable with our. Yeah, it's okay. I'm comfortable with my choices, and I get it. Like even I was like, I'm surprised. My daughter was like, "What's wrong with you?" Like literally, "What's wrong with you?" And I'm I'm like, "People have nothing wrong with me. What the hell's wrong with you?" And you know, so like, I'm getting shit from my kid. Isn't that enough? People, people have facets. Yeah, I just like to be a layer. Peel back the layer. I'm an onion. Let let Jen's free flag fly. You know, it's been a quarantine year. I've gotten to do nothing. And if Ben Barnes wants to eat a town with his shadow self. You're going to make excuses for him. It's okay, Al. That's okay. It's not okay. We'll find a reason why it is. So, you know, that's just kind of where it's at. And don't get mad at me for the show casting a potato head. I can't help that. That's not my thing. He's still a potato Send head. Send the I'm casting sorry. director an email and yell at them. See, and this is where I'm happy. so glad that I find all three of them fairly repellent in different ways. Like, I'm like, I am so glad I dodged that bullet. I don't like any of this. But like, also, <laughs> I just don't feel like the scene was like, I don't know. He's so much older than them, you know? It's just, it's just like, we're dealing with like, just there's just different levels and I just feel like not everybody's on his level so I just enjoyed his scenes I enjoyed his scenes when Alina wasn't in them like he was the most interesting part of the series for me just as a character like yeah, I, don't, get... I don't feel you necessarily shipped them well you know well yeah I mean what does shipping mean shipping to me it's like okay did I think their makeout scene was hot yeah you can do that. That was fun. But pretty much done. anybody making out is hot, except if it's Laurel um, and Oliver. I mean, he threw it on a table. That's the way to do it, man. Hey. But also, like, was I like, oh, darn, they're not together at the end? No. 
I think that was actually probably a good thing at that I point. I think that this, he's probably not the best romantic choice at this venture in the story. Probably. It doesn't mean that I won't be unhappy if, like, he tries to redeem himself. Probably not the eating... best choice. I know, but he's got to stop eating the towns. That's really where things I feel. Well, and let's 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 be be clear. He's not just eating towns, but the people within them. Yeah, like I'm not. Murder for just murder's sake? That ain't cool. Like, you gotta, like, give me a reason why you're murdering. You know, it's like wanting Buffy with Angelus. No, that's not okay. We don't do that. Like, you don't want Elena with the... But listen, at the same time, maybe you're in a mood one day and you'd like to read a fanfic of Buffy and Angelus. Right, of Buffy and Angelus. Trust me, they're out there. Um, Oh, I know they are. I don't even have to look to know they are. But see, like, that was my thing with Damon. It was like, she's being with the Ripper, except he's just Damon. No, I see. This will get other people. I'll get more hate mail because they're going to be like, no, they have to save Damon. And I'm, like, Listen, the- I'm never going to like him, you guys. I don't care how nice he is to Elena. At the end of the day, the bottom line is ship who you want to ship. Ship and let ship. Right. Don't be an ass online. Don't be like, a I guess if you don't need something to do. Don't feel like you need to moralize to anybody else about their shipping or character preferences. Just don't. Let that go. It's, well, it's not doing you any favors. It's just making you look like an insecure, insufferable little ass. So just don't. I mean, that sums it up. Also, I feel like you have really rubbed off on me. And so, Uh-oh. like, when people come at me like this, it makes me dig in harder. Yeah. Well, like, if you want me to change my mind, this is not I'm the extra way to not change it. Yeah, no. I've always thought that was really stupid. Like, what is your end goal here? Is your end goal to make me change my mind? You because the more you're doing you? this. Why are you insulting me? <laughs> no, I will never. I saw a great thing today where this it was a TikTok where this woman was saying, you know, my car needs to be cleaned out inside. You know, I drive my kid around. There's all kinds of French fries and crumbs in there. Amen, I've been like sir. looking forward to today, the first day of summer vacation, that I'm going to clean out the back of that car. That was my whole plan for today. This morning on his way out the door for work, my husband says, you should clean out your car today. She's like, oh. well, guess what? I'm not fucking cleaning out my now car Now I can't today. do it. Now I can't do it. And I'm like, that is me in a nutshell. That is, that is how I work. If, if and I, I realized that like, when I was trying to get you to go to the doctor. Oh, yeah. The more I talk about going to the doctor, the less likely it is that you'll go to the doctor. Yeah. So I shut up about it, and then, then I go. you went to the doctor. <laughs> It's like there's other ways to get me to do things, but like, yeah, telling me I'm going to do something is the quickest way to make sure I don't, and telling me I'm not going to do something is right. the quickest way to make sure I do. I'm not as stubborn as you, but like, I definitely have my streak. So now I'm just like, now I'm just in it just to be spiteful. It just well, that's 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 most of it. Now Honestly, I'm the older you get, the older you get, the more true that is. We're so something next- you have to look forward right. to in the next five years. I'm, I'm gonna come back next podcast with a very well-reasoned argument why it's okay to eat towns oh god i can't wait i'm sure there's a reason (laughs) i need at least a week to think of it because okay it's like probably not obvious so (laughs) you're such a goofball i am i have my you know i have my quirks but yes you know sometimes you just need to throw the people and like shake it up a little and do something different 
So like variety is the spice Kylo of life. Ren and Darkwing Duck are my these are my different. And you're allowed. I upset way more people about the Raylo thing. Trust me. Like well, friends, friends were horrified. Another one, which I absolutely don't like. And yes, like, I did look at you a little you. strange when you were liking it. I'm like, why? Well, don't you remember? <laughs> don't you remember our podcast with Dad and like both? Oh, yeah. Like, what damage happened to you as a child <laughs> to make you like? This? What happened to you? Like seriously, you need to examine your choices. I'm like, I don't know. He he. He climbed out of the hole and he like gave his life force to her. It was nice. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> but you know, the, I admit the planet thing. You know, that's that's tough. There, Ben. We're gonna probably have to do some prison time for that. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, the thing I can never get over is like I understand why people were like he didn't have to die. Like he could be off in the world, like, making amends. And yeah, I like that story. That's a good story. But also, he killed Han Solo. You ain't making it out of the series alive. Well, and then, and that's a great example of why people have different reactions to the same character. You know, like, right. we all shouldn't expect everyone to have the same exact opinion of us all the time on every single thing. Like, that would be ridiculous. Oh, no, and also, cool. we shouldn't make it to where we force people to have the same opinion of us because that's authoritarianism and we don't like that either so like just let people like what they want to like let them ship what they want to ship the heart wants what the heart wants Mm -hmm. and nobody else gets the right to make anybody feel bad for what they like I got really scared for a second because Tom Hanks is trending on Twitter God, I hate when that happens. I'm like, don't take Tom from me. It's fine. It's all fine. He seems wrote an essay that was like, okay. So, moving on with my day. Oh my God, they cast Tiger King. Yes, I saw that. I'm really excited. But have they cast? Oh, yes. It's what is, oh, John Cameron Mitchell. Where do I know him from? I don't he's, know, but Kate McKinnon is Carol Baskin. Is I mean, perfect. that's just fantastic. And they got Dennis Quaid as that. Craigly producer. Yeah, I don't like Dennis Quaid very much. I like him when he's Craigly. I don't like him ever. Like you didn't even like him in what's his name with the one where he was with the with the different times. No, I like that movie a lot, which is why I'm upset with him because I like things. Yeah, he's he's an ass, and so I don't like him anymore. Well, he's an ass. That's fair. You don't get to be liked by me when you're an ass. But how do you watch anything then? <laughs> well, thankfully, he's not in a whole lot of stuff anymore. I'm blissfully anymore. ignorant of all the other assholes. And then I find out they're assholes. And I have to Here's the thing. You can still watch something with an asshole in it. Particularly yeah. if the thing that happened before said person was an asshole. Right. Like, Or like the thing that he was an asshole was during the thing that you enjoy watching. Well, that gets that gets tricky. But you know what? It it so luckily happens that so many times when an asshole is an asshole, I don't want to watch the thing that they're in, and they're not in very many things. And so it's like people who hate Tom Hanks probably have a much harder time than me, who's like, ugh, Dennis Quaid. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, okay, I still get to watch him? a lot of movies. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> where you are a little on the more limited side. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Right, right. I gotta be like, I was so proud of my child because she loves Tom Hanks. Like, he's her fave. 
So he's pretty unproblematic. It's really unproblematic. So like we made our movie wall of like all of our favorite movies and that kind of stuff. And so I was like, you have to pick, you have to pick a Tom Hanks movie that we can put a picture up of. And she's like, she wanted to just do Woody. But I was like, but no, then that's not like really Tom. Like you got to do Tom Hanks. So she picked Turner and Hooch and I've never been proud of that is a good one. Like, don't you feel better about the world? Tom Hanks yelling at a dog. It was I mean, spectacular. It had a sad ending, though. It did. It was kind of hard. But then there were the puppies. Yeah, but it was a sad ending. It was though. really sad. I was actually yeah. really concerned about showing her the ending because my daughter can be a little sensitive. I don't know where she gets that from because I'm completely yeah, I don't know. all the time. Completely um, unlike anything that you presented to her. Yeah, I just feel like I'm really mellow. I feel like I'm a mellow person. My husband was like kind of horrified. He's like, oh my God, there's two of you. I'm like, what's wrong with that? Sure More the my merrier. Jeans. My jeans are the shit. Anyways. Your jeans. So, they are. Have some flaws. Listen. Raylo shipper. <laughs> I am dark and twisty and I have layers. Raylo shipper. Like problematic shipping. I How wish dare I you? I wish we had recorded when we when I first told you. Like I actually it was like a confession. Like I felt like I was lying to you. It was pretty funny. And then my gasp when you like told was, me. It was I was like, I have to tell you something. Oh like God. what? I was like, I like Raylo. She just was like, you were actually silent for like a minute. <laughs> you were like processing. Like, it's like it was a lot to take in. Okay, and like maybe you never did. Maybe I'm not scary. I had <laughs> to like reconcile this horrible truth with what I knew of you. Right, just, like completely rethink our friendship. Like, how me. do you reconcile <laughs> these two just abhorrent facts? And it's just, what do you do with it? What do you do? See, Callie processed it just fine. You'll be okay, Anon. You'll get yes. over it. You <laughs> will get over it. It'll be fine. I'll have something else I'll disappoint you in. I, I promise. But oh, anyway, don't worry. She's like, got plenty of problematic opinions about you. Listen, maybe problematic <laughs> is like a thing. It's, a, it's your brand. It's been a thing for a while, guys. I'm not changing. Um, but I feel very strongly that Tom Hanks is our generation's Jimmy Stewart. I feel very I mean, like that's not even up for debate. Right? So it's like when you see him trending, you're like, don't take our Jimmy from us. I remember when Jimmy Stewart died and I was sad. I know, because he was the actual best. He really was. He really He's was. on my old I think he had to be on my wall too because I did a little old Hollywood section. Is Cary Grant up there? Yes, he is. Of course. Has to be. Yeah, and then it's I got I, th- I threw some Marilyn up there. Here's a, here's a here's something that's gonna make you go like, immediately go no, but mm-hmm. I just had a flash. Okay, Cary Grant is Ian Summerholder. <gasps> no, scoundrel. <laughs> I can't. I can't make that. I can't do it. <laughs> like we're talking about Cary Grant. I know he's beyond. It's beyond Such trivial things. Also, like Ian Summerholder pales in comparison. Oh God, of, so like, much looks. But I'm just saying, like, if you've got the scoundrel in a situation, but like, yes, <laughs> like Philadelphia Story. Like, that's, that's a great my, movie. That's like top tier Cary Grant. And I got Bet- Betty Davis. Um, you know, um, shit. What's his name? Holy fuck! What the hell? 
It's okay. And then I got I got Princess. No, Grace. it's not okay. What's not that? not because I like I, it was never like a huge Grace Kelly like in her movies, but she's still pretty. She's very pretty. She was and good in Rear Window. Good no, who's the guy who was in Gone with the Wind? Oh, Clark Gable. Thank you, Clark fucking Gable. Okay, that's more of an Ian Somerhalder. That is still. definitely Ian Somerhalder. Okay, I, I was like, wrong. Like Clark Gable is still supremely hotter than Ian. No, Somerhalder. Clark Clark Gable is Ian Somerhalder. Cary Grant is Joshua Jackson. Okay, there you go. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I must add that all of those men of the more present day men still pale in comparison to all of those men's hotness. Trueness. Like Clark True Gable, he was just a man's man. Like you could see him. Say into a woman, I don't give a damn, and you believe it. You're like, he doesn't have you to give a damn because he can it. go out he, and get Eddie. He's <laughs> done with your bullshit, Scarlet. And boy, did he Scarlet have a lot of bullshit. I mean, Scarlet. I tried to watch Gone with the Wind again recently. It's pretty bad. And it's pretty unwatchable these days. Oh my God. Yeah, it's super, super racist. You kind of like. <sighs> I made the mistake of showing it to my daughter and she was like looking at me. She's like, slavery isn't happy. Slavery isn't good. I'm like, yeah, I kind of forgot the kind of brush they paint over the whole slavery. It was pretty bad. Very bad. I but agree. anyways, I was like, anyways, Clark Gable tells Scarlet where to stick it, the end. <laughs> I mean, best part of the movie. <laughs> the best part of the movie. She has such a pill. Who likes Ashley over Clark Gable? Well, I know, and his name's Ashley. And I mean, his name on. is Ashley. This is whiny. You know who Ashley is? Mm-mm. Actually, I'm going to elevate Ashley. This is going to elevate Ashley. This is the, the, the superior Ashley. Okay, lay it on me. Ryan Gosling. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, like, he's better Ashley. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He elevates. I mean, All right. I don't we know. We need to wrap this up so I yeah, can have Ashley lunch. was still so... Okay, anyways. <laughs> this is like a whole We can podcast. argue about this for years. We can, like, do this all day. <laughs> yes, we could. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Yep, we Take will. Care. Bye. this week be sure to listen next week subscribe to watch over on itunes or google play and look us up on twitter and tumblr